0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey all I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG sell me this pen. If you're asked that, could you do it? Could you, could you sell a pen? I don't know if I could. I feel it's a little pressure on the spot, but it's, it's a, I don't know. I feel it's a, for some reason it's a question that comes up to my mind a lot of, could I, could I sell a pen? I feel like I've seen shorts recently of people going on the streets and uh, going, hey, if you sell this pen in, in the next one minute, I'll, I'll give you 500 pounds or something like that. And people panic. They don't know how to sell something. They don't know how to sell a pen. So I'm, I'm kind of doing this in preparation for that day where I get approached to sell a pen. Um, but yeah, how do you sell a pen? I feel everyone nowadays works in sales in some weird way. You know, selling is basically just an exchange of value. You know, you get something from someone, they give you something. You know, a creator is a salesperson. A creator will sell you entertainment in exchange for your time. And, you know, that time does equal monetization through things like ads. But it is a sale, you know, entertainment for time. It's a good exchange. It's a pretty good exchange for both parties. A kind of a good exchange is basically when both parties feel like they're getting more than they're giving. And that's that's kind of when a sale happens is when both parties feel like they're getting more than they're giving or they feel like they're getting equal. To what they're giving when i wrote down this idea for this podcast after seeing that short i was reminded of the wolf of wall street that film that big old film with leo in it as the main dude and it's a scene in this film where they're in the conference hall and leo's leading this this conference and he starts doing some crowd work and he's like sell me this pen and the salesmen are like well, this is, this is a great pen. It's got inky smooth ink, inky smooth ink. It's great, great value. But he cuts them off so quickly and moves on to the next person, send me this pen. And he starts doing the same thing. You know, it's, it's got a great handle. This pen has a good click to it. He cuts them off immediately because this is bad sales. This, this being bad salesman, this is so product focused, basically, you know? And essentially what, Good and bad sales, the difference between it is bad sales is overly product focused, but good sales is customer focused. I think like the most common experience for most people of experiencing bad sales nowadays is like when you're like either trying to get like a broadband contract set up or a mobile phone network thing set up, the people at these at these places, are so overly pushy and try to ram stuff down your throat of stuff you don't need or want or stuff you didn't ask for. These are bad salesmen. And they they leave the customer with a terrible experience. Absolutely terrible experience. I don't understand why these companies still do this. I, I honestly don't. You know, I remember like going to buy, this was this was ages ago where you still kind of had to go into a shop To get a phone contract sorted and i went in and i knew the phone i wanted i'd done my research i was like oh yeah can i get this this phone on this contract it was basically i wanted a cheap ass android on 3g or something i'd done my research i knew how much it would cost monthly and they're like i can i can offer you a, a new iphone whatever it was at the time with unlimited data i'm like that's not what i wanted what are you trying to? What are you trying to pull here? You know they're just trying to sell me the most expensive thing so they get the most money. They're just trying to push something down at me without actually understanding my needs. Especially like I think this is the case with broadband as well. Where like I remember negotiating my broadband, I was like, I just want internet. don't watch TV. Said this at the very start, you know. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna internet. I want this speed. Um, give me give me this price. It's listed on your website. This price. You can do this price right. And they go, well, what I can do for you today is I can give you um, all all the TV channels for only an additional forty pounds a month. I'm like, did you not listen to a word I said? I don't. I don't want or need that. Stop trying to just you Just stop. Just stop. Listen to the customer. You know, listen to the customer. It's oh, it's embarrassing how simple it is, really. Um, but yeah, so. How do we make sales good? Um, step, step one basically is only marketing to relevant people, you know, only selling, only trying to sell to the relevant people. So, you know, that broadband guy shouldn't have been trying to sell me a TV package when I said from the start, I don't watch TV, you know, that's, that's a waste of effort right there, you know, back to the pen, I guess. If you're trying to sell a pen, maybe the first question you'll ask is, do you need a pen? And if the answer is no, move on to the next person. Don't, don't waste your time trying to sell someone something that they don't want. If you if you niche down your audience, if you focus on the people that are potentially interested, you'll have a higher yield, right? If I'm only trying to sell to people interested in buying pens, I'll probably have a higher sales rate than if I tried to sell to everyone. You know, trying, trying to sell to everyone is just a waste of time. Like any product you don't, you don't get with internet, like ads nowadays and like track tracking, like your, your view history and stuff like that. Everyone kind of gets relevant ads nowadays. You know, I'm not getting health skin, skin care, beauty, makeup ads. I don't get those kind of ads. I know they exist. I know they exist. I'm not getting feminine care product ads on, on my, (laughs) on my YouTube and stuff because it's not for me. You know, it's just a waste of money if they start showing me those ads. You know, instead I'm getting ads for like um, Action Man toys, and uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> uh, and Beyblades, and what else was I into as a kid? Um, those little rubbery monsters that you put on the end of your fingers and they wiggle and bang. ads for those. Only, only market to relevant people. Step one of good sales. Tip number one: good sales. Only try to sell to a relevant audience. Tip number two, how to, how to do good sales. Focus on the customer's experience. Um, I, th- I think this is applicable for products and especially applicable for things like services. You know, Like for freelance work, this is at, at the upfront and focus of how I, how I treat doing freelance work is what are the client's needs? You know, What are the problems they're facing? And to get a good sale, you need to really understand the client's needs and wants, basically. And the way you gain clarity on, on these things is by asking them questions. Ask that client a fuck ton of questions to gain insight into the way they're thinking, what they want exactly, because everyone has different ways of expressing things. So you've got to kind of narrow down, ask them questions to get on the same page. I kind of imagine it's a bit like guess who, Right. You have a, a big old board of things that could be done, you know? Oh, well, do you, do you want a, a man that has a big nose? No? Okay, you flip down everyone that has a big nose on the board. Uh, do, do you want someone with, with curly hair? Yes, okay, cool. I'm flip, flipping down everyone that doesn't have curly hair. That's how you should treat client work. You've got to ask your 50-odd questions to make sure you understand what they want. With regards to freelance work, for me, I know I'm not the best designer. I'm not as technically skilled as other people, but I feel I can kind of compensate for that because I'm, I feel I'm pretty good at asking questions. I'm pretty good at understanding the client and knowing exactly what they ask for. You know, I know their pain points. I think also because I've niched down quite a fair bit. The only freelance work I've done in recent times is for creators, for streamers. It's a very niche market that I have a very clear understanding of. You know, I know what the general needs are for people that work in this industry. I know the pain points. And so more importantly, I know the questions I need to ask each person to reveal what is actually needed. You know, what specifically for them will make them the most happy basically because that's that's the the end goal of of selling is make someone happy really it's to make people feel good by by selling them a thing and they go this was a good thing i bought with my money sales um yeah focus on that customer experience because if they feel like they're buying something that addresses them specifically it's an easy sale right it's an easy sale the other sort of specific thing per person to sort of look at for marketing is appealing to like an individual's emotion. Right? I believe there's a saying that's like, you learn the most about a person by how they spend their money. Because we kind of, we buy stuff that resonates with us, right? On any level, our purchases are kind of tied to how we are as people. And that that sounds a bit weird because you like emotions for things. It's there. Every, every product you you can put emotions on a product. You know, imagine someone's trying to sell you something, and they're kind of showing it off to you, right? Imagine, imagine trying. Someone's trying to sell you this pen, and they're flipping it around. They're going, mm, "Look at this. Look at that." Now imagine that they've handed you this pen, right? You're getting hand on experience with it, and so this salesperson doesn't have to force this information onto you. You can just kind of hold this pen and experience it and kind of derive your own emotional response to it. You kind of you feel it and you go, huh. This is how I feel about this product. Just just by experiencing it. You know, there's there's something about a tactile nature of, of touching a product, experiencing and using something that gives gives you that that feeling. You know, you wear some nice clothes, you might, you might feel a bit more important, you might feel a bit more professional. You put on a suit, you feel professional. Maybe looking at it doesn't look quite feel the same. You go, well, well, maybe I might feel a certain way if I'm using this thing, but until you actually experience it, you don't quite know. And so if then you're trying to sell someone something after they've experienced it, right? You've given them a very fancy pen and they feel, I feel very professional with this pen, this luxurious pen. I feel professional. I feel assertive. At that point, you're not selling them a pen. You're selling them that emotion how much is that feeling worth them? How much is it worth for them to feel professional? It's no longer a value of, a, of just a pen. It's a value of a feeling that the individual is experiencing. But yeah, the last tip for selling this pen, how, how to do good sales, is address a problem and solve it. You know, this is kind of similar to selling on emotion but a lot more specific. Personally for me, I'm I'm a bit of a sucker for practicality. Anything that kind of sells me on this is more convenient, this will say, save you time, I'm sold. You know, I my my problem is not enough time in day, you know? And that that's a forever going thing. So anything that sells me on, hey, this ongoing thing that you have, this ongoing problem that you have, this this solves that problem. I'm a sucker for. But Maybe also this doesn't really have to be a real problem that you're solving with this product. Maybe you don't even have to, you don't really have to sell on a real problem. You can make one up. You can fabricate a problem to sell the solution. It sound, sounds slimy and BS, but it's kind of, kind of good. And when you hear this one, you'll realize a lot of companies do it. Um, a lot of companies. I got, I got an ad for some headphones recently, and they were telling me about all the annoyances I have with my current headphones. I don't have these annoyances, but they're telling me that the this ad would, these new headphones would solve my problems with my current headphones. Anyway, the example I've got written down here is pro controllers, pro video game controllers. These are like your everyday Xbox controller or whatever, but they've also got some additional underneath buttons on the backside which are kind of remappable to anything you want. A standard controller with a lot more buttons, which you can customize. That's the product they're selling. Now, I've, I've never really had an issue with a video game controller. You know, most, most design, most, most games, all games, all games that are released <laughs> are designed with this kind of standard controller in mind. You know, you've got your two sticks, you've got your top buttons and you've got your triggers. That's what games are designed for. But these pro controllers are marketed in a way to say, hey, don't you hate having to move your thumb off that stick to press that button? Wouldn't, wouldn't the game be better if you didn't have to move your thumb off that stick to press your button? That's what they're saying. Basically, they're saying, hey, if you didn't have to move your, your thumb off your aim to reload or jump or interact with an object, you'd be better at the game. And all of a sudden, I'm on board, you know? i kind of thinking, you know what, it is kind of silly that I have to stop aiming to reload my gun in this game. It would be more convenient if I could press a button on the underside with my free fingers and not use my thumb, because I'm already using my thumb to aim. I'm sold. I didn't realise I had this problem. Now you've told me I've had this problem, and you've solved it? All for the low, low price of £60? How much is a Pro Controller? all for the low load price of 100 to 200 pounds. Oh boy. Thank you, Xbox, PlayStation, or whoever else, else is doing pro controllers. But yeah, it's it's honestly impressive. And I think tech does this so often, so, so often of basically introducing products that fix problems that you didn't know you had. Uh, I'm and I'm a sucker for it, and I'm aware I'm a sucker for it. I'm constantly buying stuff, that's just slightly better or slightly different or just slightly more convenient because on paper it's solving another problem it's solving a new problem and with every new piece of tech there's new problems to to overcome and so this this one this one is used all the time especially in tech so yeah so yeah but yeah um in summary how do i sell a pen Sell me this pen. If I if I were to try and sell a pen, I'm I'm assuming this is like a nice luxury pen, right? First off, I'm going, hey, hold this pen, hold this pen. I'll let them experience the pen for a second. Let them let them let them have a twiddle. Let let them fling it around. You write on it. I go, how does it? How does pen make you feel? I get them to reflect. I let I get them to develop an emotion to this pen. I go, hey, how much? Would you be willing to pay for this pen? And they'll they'll probably give a number. They'll say, oh, a couple quid. Sold, done, easy, <laughs> sold pen. And you can too, very easily. By not being the overly pushy salesman, don't focus too much on the product. Focus on the customer, focus on their experiences, focus on their needs, the problems they're facing. Sell to their emotions and sell them solutions to their problems that they may or may not have <laughs> hopefully now you can also sell a pen if you're stopped on the street told to sell a pen for the for the chance to win 500 pounds if you sell the pen within a minute you can do it too uh good luck out there Fing- fingers crossed that that maybe maybe you maybe maybe that well ha- oh, stop rambling end the podcast